and welcome to the Sports Grab podcast, your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry. And joining me as per usual is the TLO, Ruben Williams. How are you, mate? G'day, Ryan. I'm fantastic. Thank you. I've just had an awesome experience with the UAE cricket team, the qualifying rounds of the T20 World Cup. Unfortunately, the boys didn't make it through to the Super 12 rounds, but uh, yeah, a phenomenal experience, which um, we'll talk more about uh, next week on the pod after you've you've headed off to Perth and you'll have your tournament time experience. But um, yes. still recovering a bit. But um, yeah, just processing in the couple of weeks it was. A lot of memories, a lot of good stories, a lot of great people involved. But um, yeah, feeling good. Oh, fantastic, mate. We've been following, well, I've been following very closely the UAE team. Um, saw them get a good win. Unfortunately, didn't get through. Um, but as you said, we'll go to next week. And the reason why we're recording from home right now, we'll touch on next week as well, because it has been a, a funny little period, I must say. So uh, that's okay. Ryan's, but it, it Ryan's is finally got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's only taken two and a half years, but we finally got there. But um, it is great to be back, by the way, in a bit of a nostalgic setting, I must say. We haven't done a podcast from home for some time. It, it kind of brings me back to doing it from my bedroom for a good year and a half, two years. So it's good to be back. Back to our roots. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, let's get cracking because this is a really exciting episode as we approach uh, probably our, our Christmas in a way, which I like to call it, our, our fun time of year, which is when our meetups come around. So we want to do an episode to chat about them. So let's get cracking. I'm Brian Walker. He is Ruben Williams. And we are two mates who met at Cricket Australia. And now we help people Find their own dream job through this very podcast and our online community. If you want to follow us, head over to LinkedIn or even better, if you want to connect with us and hundreds of others working in sport, jump into the SportsGrad community. Now, Ryan, we love giving shout-outs to members of our SportsGrad community. And this shout-out is a cracker. It goes to James Harold, who's just got a great new job as a data analyst at the AFL Players Association which I think is an unbelievable organization to be a part of the players. Uh, you know, the players in the AFL are some of the biggest stars in Australia. So to be working with their association is, is an unbelievable achievement. So well done to you, James. But if you're like James and you want a foot in the door of the sports industry, or you are like the AFLPA who's advertising jobs inside the community and you want to save time hiring by just going straight to the best people, then jump into the sports grad community. And to do that, Head to www.sportsgrad.com.au forward slash community to get involved. Fantastic, Rubes. Absolutely thriving at the moment. Jimmy is an absolute star as well, so congrats to him. Now, Rubes, Deacon has been a huge supporter of Sportsgrad since day one. If you're currently studying or you've just finished studying, having a postgrad qualification in sports management on your resume puts you into the A pile of all candidates going for that role. So if you want to pump up your resume, get specialized knowledge in all areas of sport, take a look at Deacon's postgrad qualifications. Their master of business in sports management is not one of, but the best one in Australia ranked at number one. So get cracking, get involved. And uh, that's our tip for today. Now, Ryan, you mentioned that the meetups are our Christmas. These are the occasion for all of our audience and the people in our community to finally come together and chat in real life. Now, We've got a whole new set of meetups coming up around the country. So why don't you tell us about where we're going, what's involved, and we'll get to why they should attend in a sec. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, I must say it's been a really fun time chucking my event manager's hat on over the last few weeks because I'm so excited for these meetups coming up. 
as you would know, we do these meetups in what we call rounds. We go to a few different cities over a week or two weeks. Um, and this time we're going pretty much all corners of, uh, of Australia. And by corners, I mean, firstly to Perth for the first time. So November three at the Wembley Hotel, which I must say I was a little bit biased in choosing this uh, location, given it was my local pub when I was living in Perth. Uh, but November 3 at the Wembley Hotel, it's going to be fantastic because we have never been to Perth before. So it's going to be fantastic to see all our people, all our audience that has supported SportsGrad over the last few years uh, finally get to do a meetup there, but also bring together that WA sporting market because for me personally, when I was over there, it was super hard to, to build a network and sport over there because there are somewhat limited opportunity. But I think the best thing about the Perth meetup is going to be able to get over there, get the people together, get some of those awesome organizations like West Coast Eagles, Frio, WA Cricket, uh, you know, the Force, the Fever, all these absolute superstar organizations together. Um, and it's a great opportunity for people in Perth to, to get together and, and meet some other people in sport. So November 3, Wembley Hotel at 6 p.m. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, so get along to that. I, rem I remember you saying to me once that there's a bit of a misconception in Perth that you have to move to the East Coast if you want to get a job in sport. So something like this would really help those people who want to stay within Perth and work in the sports industry. Yeah, 100%. Like I, I feel... And I feel like it's it's going as more time goes that that misconception is is starting to to fade. But there are so many amazing organisations in WA that are, are putting on great sporting events, great clubs, whatever it might be. Um, and there's opportunity there, and there's a lot of people who work in sport there. Sport is like a key part of being someone from WA. I must say, sport is huge. So. There are opportunities there. And I think the key to finding those opportunities are mixing in those circles of people who are working in the industry. And probably what has lacked in the past might be those networking opportunities to actually see the people and meet them. So this is a great opportunity for anyone in Perth with an interesting sport to come along, meet those people, build your network, and then that opportunity might be around the corner. Well, one great example of someone who's networked their way into sport in WA is our good friend, Jacob Colangelo, local Perth boy, went to, I think, a local baseball or softball game yep. and ended up getting a job in participation at Softball WA. And then six months later, he was the acting CEO of Softball WA. So you can rise to the top pretty quick <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, if you're up to it. But um, Jacob's a great example of um, how networking led to a job in WA. Um, I believe he's episode 146. I'll have to fact check that afterwards. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, he's a good one over in Perth. Absolutely. Um, our second meetup of this round is in Sydney. So it's November 10 at the Commons on George Street in the Sydney CBD. So Sydney's always been a load of fun. Anyone who's been to a meetup in Sydney knows that it's fantastic. Uh, the Commons are fan an amazing venue. Uh, a lot of people might know, but we are based at the Commons in Cremorne in Melbourne. So we're going across to Sydney. Some colleagues over there um, are happy to host this kind of event. It's going to be fantastic. So best thing about this is going to we're going to have our own private room. We're going to have the, the run of the place. We're going to have our own bar, our own food our own guest speakers. We've got some superstars lined up already. 
We've got one from the UFC who's locked in who will announce early next week, but there's many more to come. Um, but that event, basically $29. So that gets you all your food, all your drinks, all your guest speaker knowledge and a fantastic venue. And we just can't wait to get up there for another Sydney event. Unreal. Who are some of the people that have come to past Sydney meetups? It's been, Sydney's one of those great events that the organisations really get around it. Uh, we've had, you know, Sydney Swans, we've had Cricket New South Wales, we've had Cricket Australia, we've had the ICC World Cup, I could, uh, uh, FIFA Women's World Cup as well. Um, they all come out and there's, there's plenty of stories there of people who've met people from organisations and found some opportunities, whether that be casual work, volunteering opportunities, internships, full-time work, whatever that might be. Sydney's been one of those great events that has led to some really great results um, following on. So definitely get there. I know that, you know, the FIFA Women's World Cup is around the corner. So there'll be people there from that tournament, which will be fantastic to mix with if you're interested in that space as well. Um, you know, Cricket New South Wales, huge in Sydney, big season coming up in cricket. So there's going to be opportunities to mix with people who are living and breathing it right now. So definitely get there. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I remember when we went to Adelaide last, a lot of people from the South Australian Cricket Association rocked up looking to recruit people for the cricket season. Yeah. And now that it, we're right on the doorstep on, of it, that's going to be no different with Cricket New South Wales. They, ne they need people for the summer. Totally. And then FIFA Women's World Cup, like what an opportunity to work at a once-in-a-lifetime event in your own country. Um, and so to have Hayam who, Hayam Katrib, episode 134, I reckon. That one's testing me a little bit. We'll fact check uh, that one too. Yeah, yeah. She She's a real keen supporter of what we do. So she'll be there, no doubt. And um, good to see her bring some friends along as well. But Football Australia, another great one. Even... um. Do you remember Cooper Irwin from the Central Coast Mariners? Yes. Took a 90-minute train down from the Central Coast of New South Wales down to Sydney, brought his mate along uh, to attend the meetup. He was only 18 years old, and I thought, what a what a guy. Like, yeah. how good of someone to be doing this sort of stuff that early in their career. And um, sure enough, he was recognised for his ambition and motivation to want to build a career and do these sort of things like go out and network. And ended up getting a job with the Collingwood Football Club. So he's now up in Melbourne, living the dream with uh, with Collingwood, who are on the absolute rise. So it's a, yeah. a brilliant time to be joining that uh, organisation. But he, he will most likely be at our Melbourne meetup now. Which uh, Ryan, this one's going to be absolutely massive. Why don't you tell us about this? Yeah, Melbourne has you know, and, and all these meetups have gone to another level. But Melbourne, my God, I, I think we had about <laughs> two hundred people to the last Melbourne meetup, which was at Fargo in Richmond. I think the room was about to break. It was yeah, <laughs> we got the floor. We um, I was reading the uh, the feedback surveys afterwards, and they're all really good comments. Like, great event, thanks again for having me. It was awesome. I had a great time. The only bit of negative feedback we got was. It became really hard to move at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really hot and stuffy because the room filled up. <laughs> you know, I, I and as as we know, we had to move the venue because we got over the ticket capabilities of that first venue. So we had to move to Fargo mm. in order to allow for over 150 people, I think it was. Yeah. So I think that gives you an indication of how popular this event is. Um, yeah. And that is why we wanted to go big this time. And thanks to our good friends at Melbourne Olympic Park, we have secured the venue of Centrepiece 
in in basically the Mel- Melbourne Olympic Park. So if anyone knows Centipace, they would know that it is a brand new venue. It is built for functions of this magnitude. So we've gone big. It's at Centipace on the 11th of November on a Friday night, starting at 6 p.m. Um, again, this is a ticketed event. So you've got to make sure you get your ticket because this will sell out. Um, it's $39, which gets you food, drinks, speakers and again uh, a great venue um on at the moment we've got some awesome speakers lined up so we've got someone from melbourne olympic parks we've got someone from the australian grand prix and we're working on a couple of other ones which is super exciting so that's gonna be great just to get that insight but also they'll be bringing people from their organizations to come and mix in these circles as well so one of the great opportunities i think this event is going to be huge as are all three of these events, but just get involved, um, get your tickets today. You, you can find all the ticket info via the links in the show notes, in our socials bio, or just head to our company page on LinkedIn and you'll find uh, all the events there and, and all the links to register. So we're super excited just to cap that off. So Perth, November 3 at Wembley Hotel at 6 p.m. Sydney, November 10 at the Commons on George Street in the CBD and then Melbourne on November 11 at Centerpiece at 6 p.m. So very, very exciting, Rubes. And just, just a quick one, like a special shout-out to our friends at MOPT because 39 bucks for all food, drink, and speakers at Centerpiece is like an unbelievable price. So thank you for the support MOPT have given us to be able to make it as accessible as possible to, yeah. to everyone to get around. No, absolutely. And you wouldn't go to many events at Centerpiece for that price. Uh, and you also wouldn't go to many events at Centerpiece where you can gain so much from coming along to this event. It's not just a rock up event, have a drink and see you later. You can gain so much for your career off the back of coming along. So I wanted to throw to you, Rose, just a, a few things around why people need to get to these because we, we speak about them a lot around the benefits of, of getting there. And we've spoken a lot about some of the stories that have come from people who have put themselves out there and thought, I'm going to go onto this and get the most out of it. Um, so I wanted to throw to you just to hear, you know, why should people get along to these? Yeah, absolutely. Well, these meetups are all about helping people grow their network in the sports industry which is an integral thing if you want to grow a career in sport for, for a number of different reasons. Not if you just want to um, you know, get your first job in the sports industry. It'll help you get your second job in the sports industry. If you're happy with your job and you just want to get better at your job, growing a network can vastly improve that. You know, you know, And even if you're at a manager level too, growing a network helps you hire the right people too. So there's so many great reasons why you should go out and build a network in sport but firstly like if you're at a you know if you're right at the start line and you're not sure what you want to do with your career and you're struggling to find that direction going out and meeting people and having those conversations about what they do in their job can help you find the right job for you when you ask the right questions and you listen to other people's experience you can then start to get a gauge and your gut feel will start to tell you, actually, this really sounds like something that that I would enjoy. You know, maybe this is something that I would not enjoy. And sometimes knowing what you don't want to do is just as good as knowing what you do want to do. So if career direction is the main thing you're trying to find at the moment, then having these conversations is one of the best ways to accelerate that. And you can do that on LinkedIn. 
you can go out and try and organize a lot of different catch-ups, but there's nothing that compares to being in the room with hundreds of people at once and just being able to bounce from someone at Cricket Australia to someone at the AFL to someone at Football Australia or an AFL club, you know, the Olympic Committee, whoever it might be. Like these opportunities yeah. are incredibly rare. So to be able to have that amount of information accessible to you on one night um, is just incredibly useful. Uh, I think you're dead right. Like I think how hard is it if you think about it, if you wanted to get all this information about different jobs, different areas of sport, how would you do that if you didn't have the opportunity to be in a room with hundreds of people with all that information? You'd be surfing the internet, you'd be surfing LinkedIn, you'd be trying to lock in coffees with people and that would take so, so long without the in-person opportunities like this. So if you think about it, this is an opportunity to get into a room for three to four hours. You've got all these people that are accessible to you. If you just chuck your career hat on for a night, be like, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to find as much info as I can. Then you can walk away after that night with so much info under your belt and probably a direction where you want to head to. You've heard something that night that really interests you and sparked an interest so that will just allow you to to basically make that next step of where you want to go so think about it like that it's an opportunity to basically just gather information in one night and it's super easy for you absolutely um we can't say his name just yet but one of our good friends of the show was having a conversation with another good friend of the show brant hubber now brant has just got a brand new job in commercial partnerships at the afl like this is the greatest entry-level job in the business of sport in australia in my opinion he might be biased because we're like partnerships dudes but anyway (laughs) (laughs) and um he was chatting to brand about his job and the conversation with brant led this guy to think i'm loving every single word that brant is saying right now I want to pursue that. And he's had to make a decision recently on which way he takes his career. But because of that conversation with Brant and hearing about his job, he's been able to make the right decision for him. So he's a great example of um, of uh, where it can lead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another reason why building a network in sport is so important is because of the hidden job market. Now, if you're not aware of the hidden job market, these are jobs that don't get advertised on public job boards. And they just get handed to people in circles of people who they know and trust each other because they just want to get the right person for the job quickly and easily. And um, roughly 80% of jobs in the sports industry are awarded through the hidden job market. And one of my favorite stories from one of the past Melbourne meetups comes from Ellen Adams. So Ellen was fresh out of university at this point in time. She came along to the Royal Saxon on Church Street for our Melbourne meetup and she met a guy she met a guy called Shannon Gove, great friend of the show, uh, co-founder of Rostify, who provide the volunteer management software for things like the the Super Bowl and the and FIFA World Cup. Yeah, just to name a couple of their extraordinary clients. Anyway, so she meets Shannon and Shannon's big in like the mass participation space. And Shannon says to Ellen, hey, uh, I know the, the people at Ironman Australia really well. I understand that there's a job going there at this moment. Why don't you apply to them? So Shannon's helped Ellen get in touch with the guys at Ironman. Sure enough, Ironman realized that Ellen is a fantastic fit for this role and hire her straight away. And now she's flying around the country running these mass participation events for the Ironman group. So that is the power of 
the hidden job market. Another one comes from our, within our community. Nathan Peroni met a guy called Lachlan Croft on one of our speed networking nights. And Nathan told Lachlan about his role at the AFL and customer service, said, hey, there's a job going at the moment. Why don't I help you apply? I've been for the process too. Within two or three weeks, Lachlan Croft is now working at the AFL and all his friends are like, what the hell? How did you, how'd you do that? So the hidden job market exists, but you've got to know the right people. And when you grow your network in sport, that's how you enter these circles. These circles are not blocked off. It's not like, you know, you're either in or you're out. People are welcome in all the time. All you have to do is put yourself out there and say hello and make that introduction. So uh, the hidden job market is at your disposal if you're willing to put yourself out there. Yeah, no, I love And those two stories are a classic. I think it's also, it comes down to timing at the end of the day sometimes. Like someone who you meet at a meetup might've had a conversation with someone that day who's looking for someone. And then you have a chat to them you make a really good impression. You have a good, you know, you build a great relationship with that person and there you go, bang. There's a recommendation straight away for that person. So it's a lot of it's timing and a lot of the time people are having these conversations each and every day. So they're always on the lookout for their colleagues to find people as well, to, to recommend people. So bang, there you go. 100%. Now, another reason why you have to come to these meetups and start growing your network in sport is that it really helps build your confidence now if you're listening to this and you're like me when i was at the start of my journey in sport i hated networking just even the thought of it kind of made me anxious and the first time that i ever tried to network with somebody i had their phone number put it into my phone and spent the next 25 minutes walking around my backyard trying to bring myself to press call because i was too nervous to call this guy and ask for a coffee but eventually once i did it gave me the confidence to reach out to more and more people. And I started to grow my confidence, meet more people, get more information, be known for more jobs. And it just snowballed my career to, to where it is now. So getting to these meetups and putting yourself out there and being able to walk away from a conversation thinking, gosh, yeah, that was, that was really good. I'm so glad I met that person. It's just going to build your confidence to do more networking. Then you learn about more jobs and more people know about what you are capable of. And then, you know, when you bump into people like Shannon or Ryan or myself at the right time, and we know who you are and these other people in the industry know who you are, then that's when your name starts getting put forward. And then even if you are working in sport, going out and doing more of this networking, coming to meetings, coming to meetups just helps you every single day as well. Like I had a real issue when I was at Cricket Australia with speaking up. I was pretty low in confidence in the early stages of my career in sport. And so speaking up was a massive issue for me. But now since having so many conversations with different people, that helped me build my confidence to feel like I know what I'm talking about now, which translated into my professional life too. So it can help any stage of your career to build your confidence by going out and talking to more people. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, I feel like confidence is like any skill that you need to learn. It, it comes through volume and getting in reps, that kind of thing. And and I, you know, was talking a little bit a bit, bit about this before, Ruse. You know, I had a very similar experience. It's pretty low on confidence when you first start in a job, bit of imposter syndrome, not wanting to speak up out of fear of what if I say the wrong thing. And right now, you know, after putting in the reps, I guess, of speaking to people one-on-one, going to these kind of events, 
putting yourselves in these different situations, I feel 10 times more confident than I was when I first started. So I think there's never, ever been a, a, a better time to start building those reps up than right now if you're someone who you feel like you lack a bit of confidence. And these are the perfect events to get those reps in. Imagine you go to this event, even at a minimum, say you have five conversations. You'll definitely have more than that. But imagine you have five. That's more. That's five more than you had yesterday. So just keep building them up. And these, these are these opportunities that you need to grasp so that in the future you're, you're a super confident operator and you're able to go to meetings and, and say what you think and, and not live in that kind of fear of, of saying the wrong thing. So perfect opportunity. Just get to it. Absolutely. Now, the next reason why these events are so beneficial is that if you're working in sport or even if you just want to bring ideas to the table in an internship, these opportunities to network help you get better at your job because the conversations that you have and the people that you meet make you more knowledgeable because when you learn about what other organizations are up to, you can now make better decisions and bring new ideas to the table, which makes you look fantastic in that next meeting. So for example, like if you came along to the Melbourne meetup in July and you met the team from the ICC T20 World Cup and you had a conversation with Will Taylor, who is their social media lead, you would have learned from Will that the ICC are investing heavily into their initiative called Squads. Now, these are Facebook groups of cricket fans that they are nurturing online and giving them tickets to games to connect over cricket so that people can feel a part of a cricketing community so that when their team, so say they're part of squad India, when India comes back to Australia next time, these people who have been a part of this Facebook group for over a year now feel like they have people that they can connect with and go to matches with and support the Indian cricket team within Australia. And I think it's just an incredible initiative to build community around a sport and one that I haven't seen too many other sports do. So, for example, if you worked in the marketing team at another sporting organization and you were thinking about how do we grow the game, how do we grow more fans, and you had a conversation with Will Taylor about what the ICC are doing with squads, you can take that back to your general manager and say, this is what the second largest sport in the world is currently doing. Why don't we try it? So go out there, have these conversations because it's going to give you more ideas and help you be better at your job. Yeah, no, I love that example. It's, it's a great one. But I think just in general, hearing what other people are doing in a similar role or doing what other organizations are doing is just great knowledge to have so that when you go and I, I guess do your job, you've, you've got more knowledge in that area. You know what's happening industry-wide. But I think it's also good to be able to have that knowledge and be able to speak to people about what's happening as well. Often, if you don't really know what's happening across the industry, it can be hard to have those conversations. So it's great. I think an example for me with that is when we had our community cricket conference rooms and there's a great photo that came for that. We dressed the exact same once again <laughs> on conference day time. But for me, that was when I was in the community cricket team at Cricket Australia. And that conference allowed us to speak across all the different state organisations in Australia running cricket on the ground. And, you know, you don't get the opportunity to see people face-to-face too often when, you know, you're based in Melbourne, they're based in Perth, they're up in Queensland and whatnot. So being able to meet those people face-to-face, have the conversations, actually understand what's happening on the ground there, then allowed me to 
when I go back to work, actually have that understanding and we can make better decisions. So that was just a great example for me of how powerful it is actually understanding what's happening across organizations. Yeah, well, you make a great point. Like organizations are mandating employees get together and learn what everyone's up to. Yeah. No one's yep. mandating it across the industry. So this nah. is your opportunity. <laughs> nah, but imagine, you know, imagine you're at basketball and you go and speak to someone who's working in the, in the AFL or something. You can bring those ideas in straight away or you don't have to introduce them to your organization, but at least you have the knowledge of what they're doing and it gives you, I guess, just a few different ideas to bring to the table. Absolutely. Now we've talked about a few different points which can help you in the short term. The long-term benefit of doing all of this is that these are people and connections that you are likely going to know for the rest of your career if you put in the effort to, to make that a thing. And particularly within our sports grad community, a lot of our community members are, are super, super connected and they're going to be, they're going to, they're there right at the start of their career, but they're going to know each other for the next 40 years. And when I talked to Nathan Peroni about this, um, when he came onto the podcast for the second time in episode 181, he talked about how these are people he's going to know for a long, long time. And so he's really excited to see where these connections lead him in 10 years time, because by that point, he'll be in a manager level position. He'll be, he'll be looking to hire and build out his own team. He wants to have the connections to the best people in the industry so that he can build the best team at whatever organization he is at at the time. So there's all these great short-term benefits, but the long-term benefit of having a career, having a network in the sports industry and having a really strong network in the sports industry is just exponential for wherever you plan to get to in your career. Yeah, 100%. I think, and sometimes it's it can be hard to look too far in the future. If, if you're early on in your career, you, you're your goals at the moment are probably, I want to get a job, like, or I want to get to this organization. Like you probably, sometimes it's hard to, to, to look 10 years ahead. And I totally get that because, you know, when I started, I certainly don't recall thinking about 10 years ahead. I might've, but, um, but think about this as the long-term play as well. Like, yes, there's absolute short-term benefits, but if you can build some super strong connections right now, in 10 years time, you're going to be a lot more established, as you said, similar to what Nath will be, you know, you'll be in a position where you're looking for different roles or you're looking to hire and you're going to bounce off them for ideas. Um, and as we always say, you know, the people at these events are the future leaders. So it's great to be uh, <laughs> in those circles because it will come in handy one day. I can absolutely assure you. 100%. Now, right, we talked a little, about, a little bit about what people should be, excited for coming to these meetups but i want to hear from you what are you most excited about for this round of meetups oh there's so there's so many um they're going to be absolutely epic but i think personally and this is very it might be very selfish of me that's okay um <laughs> but it it does mean a lot to me to be able to go back to perth and bring sports grad to perth um it's always been i think when we first started our meetups I said, oh, imagine we can take it to Perth, you know, and, and it's it's been a little out of reach because of, you know, obviously the COVID situation and, you know, it takes a bit to get over there. But it's just, it's awesome for me to kind of be able to go back and bring what I do on the Eastern Seaboard back to WA and also connect with our WA members who have joined Sportsgrad. Um, it's fantastic just because, you know, I know 
what my problem was back in the day. Like I know, like I wanted to work in sport, wasn't really sure how to do it. Didn't really know where to go. Wasn't many networking opportunities and to be able to go back to Perth and bring sports grad with me and provide that opportunity for people in Perth to connect across the industry. It just, yeah, it means a lot to me like professionally and, and personally. So I'm super excited for that. Um, <laughs> it's going to be great. Awesome. Well, no doubt your parents will be happy to see you home for, for that as well. They'll probably even come, I reckon. <laughs> oh, they should. I might invite the whole family. You know, come, I'm working sport, but I mean, Why not? it's good to stay at home as well while I'm there. So happy yeah. days. Come meet Ryan's mum, the biggest fan of the show who watches every week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be listening to this right now. So yeah, she will. <laughs> it's one of our million YouTube viewers. So good on you. Awesome. What about you, mate? Uh, well, I, I might be, I might pick a my hometown as well of Melbourne. Um, I think the the opportunity to really scale up what we do in in Melbourne is super super exciting. For one, I think the the opportunity that it's going to create for the people who attend is going to be enormous because it's just going to be bigger and better. And we got new speakers, you know, more people coming, more opportunities to connect. I think all of that great stuff is just going to be amplified. We've already mentioned some of the great success stories that have come out of past meetups. But so I think the opportunity that we can provide uh, is super exciting, but then also the experience that we can provide as well. Like we're going to an outstanding venue in the heart of the Melbourne sporting precinct where the Australian open is held every single year. And our friends at MOPT have basically come to us and said, you know, if you ever want to use one of our venues, you know, we're, we're happy to host you and help make it happen. So to have their support is is really, really cool. And to be able to allow people to enter this venue, make it accessible and put on a, a fantastic event um, is really, uh, yeah, really getting me excited. So, yeah, I can't wait to make the make the walk over from Richmond train station to uh, to Centrepiece on, on the 11th of November and um, and have a fantastic Friday night. That is uh, that's actually a really cool idea. We should do start the walk <laughs> over the bridge from the MCG. Yeah, you know how like when uh, Melbourne Victory have a walk from the pub yes. to Amy Park before the their drums. games. Yeah. <laughs> Play we music the on the way there. Get the sports grad drums out. Yeah, <laughs> the blue and gold. <laughs> anyway, oh. so that that's what I'm I'm most pumped for. Fantastic, mate. Well, they're going to be great. Um, as I said at the top of the app, we've got Perth. November 3 at Wembley Hotel, Sydney, November 10th at the Commons on George Street, and then Melbourne on November 11th at Centrepiece at Melbourne Olympic Park. There's going to be plenty of people there from the sports industry. Uh, it's going to be super relaxed settings. So you've got nothing to worry about. It's just going to be a fantastic event for you to build your network and speak to some great people. So to get a ticket to each of these, head to our LinkedIn company page. You can find all the event info on there. You can also find it in our socials bios and the show notes as well. Uh, and I would recommend jumping on and registering fairly quickly uh, to avoid missing out because there are capacities on uh, on all the venues. So and we we won't be changing the venue from centerpiece if it goes past that. So no, it's <laughs> fair to say uh, centerpiece can hold, uh, which is fantastic. I think it's probably about a thousand person limit. So hopefully we get that. Uh, we'll see how we go. But um, jump on and register uh, to avoid missing out as well. We'll leave it there, mate. Thank you. Fantastic episode. It's great to talk about meetups. So uh, connect with us on LinkedIn. Plus be sure to jump into the sports grade community 
where you can chat to us there. Head to sportsgrad.com.au slash community to join or head to the link in our show notes. Also, if you love the show, we would love for you to rate the show five stars wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on Apple and follow on Spotify. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.